Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast aimed at intermediate to advanced level English learners. Right now, there are thousands of migrants from Middle Eastern countries stranded on the border between Belarus and Poland in Eastern Europe. How were migrants able to travel so far away from their homelands in order to enter the EU? Why is Belarus helping the migrants travel across Europe? Is there a political explanation behind recent events? Let's talk about all this on today's episode of Thinking in English. But first, why not follow the Thinking in English Instagram page? Thinking in English podcast, or the link is in the description. And definitely take a look at my blog, thinkinginenglish.blog, for all transcripts and some extra special bonus content. Here is today's vocabulary list. As always, the written list is available in the description of the podcast and also on my blog thinkinginenglish.blog Influx Influx The fact of a large number of people or things arriving at the same time. As in, Turkey is expecting an influx of over a thousand refugees in the next few months. On the verge On the verge if you are on the verge of something, or come to the verge of something, you are very close to experiencing it. For example, the company is on the verge of collapse if it can't find a new investor. To orchestrate. To orchestrate. To arrange something carefully, sometimes unfairly so as to achieve a wanted result. For instance, the political party orchestrated a series of events to improve their candidates' reputations. To fix. To fix. To do something dishonest to make certain that a competition, race or election is won by a particular person. For example, the referee was arrested on suspicion of fixing the match. To crush. To crush. To defeat someone completely. As in, the president used the army to crush the rebellion. Thuggish. Thuggish. Acting in a violent way or looking violent. For example, thuggish behaviour is not tolerated in this area. Dissident. Dissident. A dissident is a person who publicly disagrees with and criticises their government. As in, that cafe is famous for hosting many political dissidents from around the world. Stranded. Stranded. Unable to leave somewhere because of a problem such as not having any transport or money. For example, 
I lost my wallet and was stranded in the middle of a strange city. In 2015, Europe was struck by a migrant crisis. Hundreds of thousands of people from mainly the Middle East, North Africa, and parts of Central Asia were fleeing conflict and economic hardship in their home countries, and searching for hope in parts of Western Europe. This influx of migrants caused a political crisis within Europe. And between the countries with different ideas on how to deal with new people. Now, six years later, Europe is on the verge of another migrant crisis, but this one is a little different. There are currently thousands of migrants stuck on the border between Poland and Belarus in Eastern Europe since the summer. The number of migrants crossing into the European Union from the east has been steadily increasing. The top five countries of origin for these migrants are Iraq, Syria, Afghanistan, Turkey, and Iran. Now, this might be a little surprising to hear. For those of you not from Europe, or those of you who don't know your geography very well. The route to Europe from the Middle East does not go through Belarus. Take a look at a map. For migrants to travel from the Middle East to Belarus, they have to go through or fly over numerous countries and seas. So, how did these migrants get to Belarus? What are they doing there, and why? Well. According to the European Union officials, the whole migrant crisis has been orchestrated by one man, the president of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko. If you've been listening to this podcast for a few months, or you've gone back and listened to some of the earlier episodes, you may have heard the name Lukashenko before. Belarus is. Known as the last dictatorship in Europe, last year the Eastern European country held an election, the results of which Mr. Lukashenko likely fixed. After thousands of Belarusians protested against his government, he responded brutally, using violence and the police to crush his opposition. In response to the violence and corruption in Belarus, the European Union issued sanctions against the country. Mr. Lukashenko was not happy about this. In his attempts to get revenge against the EU and also to stay in power in Belarus, his government's actions have been getting even more extreme and thuggish. The episode I recorded about Belarus a few months ago. Focused on the country hijacking a plane flying within the EU in order to arrest a journalist on board. Definitely go back and give it a listen. In August, a Belarusian dissident was found dead. At the Olympic Games, an athlete from Belarus was forced to flee from her team after criticizing Belarus's Olympic Committee. 
For the past few months, the Lukashenko government has been trialling a new method of troubling the EU and causing problems for its rival countries. There are thousands of people living in the Middle East who would love to live and work in Europe. Lukashenko declared that he would no longer follow European rules to stop illegal immigration. Instead, Belarus's new tactic is to fly these migrants from, the, from their homelands in the Middle East to Minsk, the capital of Belarus. In Minsk, the migrants are met by armed guards who then transport the Middle Eastern migrants to Belarus's EU borders. Once at the border, the Belarusian guards, standing with weapons and military equipment, surround the migrants and keep them in an area close to the border. They are left with no choice but to try and cross the border into the EU. The first border they targeted back in August was with Lithuania, and more recently with Latvia and Poland as well. Each of these countries has annoyed Belarus by allowing Lukashenko's political rivals to live and work there. According to the Polish government, there were around 17,000 illegal border crossings in October alone. There have been 40 flights a week leaving Middle Eastern regional hubs like Istanbul, Damascus and Dubai, as well as direct flights from Iraqi cities. This is more than twice the number of flights compared to a few years ago. The EU has tried to stop the flow of migrants from Belarus to the EU. Iraqi Airlines has already been convinced to cancel all flights between Iraq and Belarus, while the Turkish government has now banned citizens of Iraq, Syria and Yemen from flying between Turkey and Belarus on all airlines. Lithuania, Latvia and Poland have put up temporary fences on the border and increased the amount of border security. Poland, in particular, has been accused of returning people crossing the border back to Belarus, which may actually be illegal under international law. The consequence is that there are now thousands of migrants stranded at the borders between Belarus and the EU. These people, promised a life in the EU by Belarusian policies, are now unable to enter EU countries or live freely in Belarus. They have been forced to set up tents and campsites and are at risk of death due to the cold winter temperatures. Is Russia involved? While it is unlikely Russia is directly involved in importing immigrants, Russia is without a doubt Belarus's biggest ally and supporter. They have helped Lukashenko's government with loans and political support for years. The Russian foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, has said that the migrants are a result of Western wars in Iraq and Afghanistan as well as Western-supported uprisings in the Middle East and North Africa. They believe it is not the responsibility of Lukashenko, and, in fact, the EU 
should be giving Belarus more support and more money to stop these problems. What is going to happen next? Remember, the reason Belarus is trying to cause a crisis is in retaliation to EU sanctions. Lukashenko probably hoped that the EU would negotiate and reduce some of those sanctions in return for Belarus stopping migrant flights. However, the opposite is perhaps likely. The EU is giving extra support to Belarus's neighbours and will probably increase sanctions over the coming weeks and months. Moreover, political experts believe that Belarus and Lukashenko will also continue continue to escalate the situation. He has nothing to lose and no longer really cares about his international reputation. And perhaps the most serious situation is for the migrants stuck in Belarus. Between 5,000 and 20,000 migrants and refugees have now run out of money and are growing desperate as the winter approaches. What happens to these people? So here is today's final thought. On today's episode of Thinking in English, I have tried to introduce the current crisis on the border between Poland and Belarus. Unlike previous influxes of migrants from the Middle East and North Africa, this time Belarus and the country's president Alexander Lukashenko is orchestrating events from Minsk. With tensions increasing between the EU, Belarus and other affected countries, the future could see increased sanctions and perhaps even conflict. And we can't forget the thousands of people now stranded in freezing cold Eastern Europe, with no money, no housing and nowhere to go. What do you think? Do you think Belarus is responsible for the crisis? If not Belarus, who is responsible? What should the EU do in this situation? Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review or rating, recommend it to your friends, or let me know on Instagram. My Instagram is Thinking in English Podcast. The link should be in the description. Uh, and make sure you check out the Thinking in English blog. I love hearing from listeners, and I really appreciate all of the messages I have received over the past few months. Feel free to send me a message or I don't know, give me some advice or recommend a topic. Have a great day, and I'll see you next time.